0: Hey everybody, it's me, Brent. Just want to step in here real quick before we got on with our Monster Seed Review show. Now, I'd like to apologize. The audio quality of the show has been subpar, and we have been off schedule like mad. Now, I am fixing that, like I am adjusting my schedule and the recording schedule to bring the show to you on a more regular basis. Also, I have new equipment coming to me. I was hoping to do this... ...using mostly software solutions, but apparently that's not going to work. So, this should be the last episode with this quality, and hopefully moving forward it'll be a much better quality for each and every one of you. Thank you. Enjoy the show. Ah, greetings. Care for a story, one of heroes and villains, of swords and sorcery, of romance and treachery, we'll pull up a chair and have a listen. and welcome to the RPG Show. My name's Brent. I'm your host. This is a show where we rate, review, and talk about RPGs. Today, we have a review for for you. Before we get there, I have two dudes with me that played this game with me, unfortunately. First one is, Glenn, is it one word or two, Landrum? It's two words. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I also have Nick, I'm tired of these redundant sentences, Gantner. Hey,
1: how's it going, everybody?
0: I'm doing pretty good. You doing all right? Yeah, hanging in there. All right, all right. Well, uh, Glenn, why don't you tell the fine folks at home what we played this month?
2: We played Monster Seed. Good old game. Uh, It was actually developed by N.K. Systems and published by Sunsoft. It was released November fifth, ninety-eight, I believe, for Japan, and then March something in ninety-nine for the North
0: America. Whew! It felt like it was a lot older than that. Yeah, but we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Um, so before we get into like gameplay and all of our typical shenanigans, how we break this shice down, you know, everybody give me your uh, your upfront opinion of the game. What did you think about it? Like after the first hour of playing. Glenn, you go first,
2: please let me control them. Please let me control them. Why can't I control them?
0: I think we all felt the same way.
1: I know I did,
0: yeah, there were definitely a few fights where uh it wouldn't have taken an hour if I could have just controlled the damn monsters, but yeah I don't know why they didn't allow us to control the monsters I don't I, I, yeah. there were choices they made that I didn't understand, but we'll get it we'll, with that we might as well hop into gameplay, so this game is essentially it's like a small grid based sort of game right in which you control a character known as the ruler right and a ruler a ruler you a, a ruler your uh right, you're like your starting name is daniel which is really weird um i renamed him whatever um and
1: you yeah, i renamed him the dipshit
0: that's a good word that's a good yeah we'll get into more about his his uh his ability to actually do things in the uh in the story segment of the show but uh you basically you take you get these seeds and you go to a, a the breeder place and you select a seed and a temperature and you can add like solutions to it to increase slash decrease stats right because some while well, some of them have positive effects others have positive and negative effects i'll get into that later um and you basically make monsters. Now, for each seed, there are, I'd say only half of them or so of the uh, temperature settings are actual viable, where you'll get a monster that you can use. Now, on top of that, there are so, some uh, monsters that are way more useful than others, and so on and so forth. But that's basically how the game yeah. is played. Uh, my, like, Glenn said, my biggest problem was not being able to control the monsters. Because not only do you play this guy, and you have a melee attack, which you only gain, like, you don't gain any new skills through the entire thing. They set the game or, up so it looks like you're going to have skills.
1: Yeah, you don't gain any stats either. It's the same. You're the same yeah, character yeah. from the beginning.
0: Yeah, nobody nobody levels up. There's no get leveling up. You one tornado punch, and that's about it. And it looked like they were trying to set the game up so you did learn skills. Like, they wanted the yeah. game to be much longer and much bigger, but they just kind of said, this is hard, and gave up.
2: Well, it's, it's like they had intended to do so much more with this game. Like, there's the beginnings of so many different pieces
0: to it that just, it's not there. That's like like you have the arena that you can, you only use, you actually only have to go in the arena once. And you can go much further in the arena, but you really don't get anything for it. You really don't. You get nothing.
2: Yeah, like, had there been experience, that would have been a great thing. Had you won special seeds, that would have been great. But it just, it was there for quote-unquote practice, and even then that
0: didn't really matter. Yeah, but since the monsters are, they control themselves, practice is, is moot.
2: Yeah, it's like, you attack, you support, and then, like, I can't count how many times my support healers would heal someone to full health or add light, whatever that does and not heal the person who's about to die.
0: Yep. Like, that definitely happened a lot. And another thing that happened a lot is, unless you save right before you breed, which I highly recommend before you go hatching eggs or seeds, you should definitely, uh, like, save. Because there was a few times where I had, a, like, a rare seed, and then I got the good monster because I was following, like, a guide on how to get the, like, which monsters are probably good, which I recommend, by the way. And no, it's, it's
2: mandatory for this it's, game.
0: It's almost mandatory. And, like, they'd come out lazy. And that's the worst. Because if they're lazy, more, more times than not, if you're in a hard fight, you're going to have to spend a whole fucking turn, like, and some of your uh, stamina points to reassign them to attack a thing. Or else you have to return them and it's like god damn it you bastards
1: and it's like a multifaceted complex system that you don't get any instructions for y-
0: it definitely is that like, okay there
2: it doesn't even feel multifaceted and complex though it it could
0: have been but it just didn't feel like it 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 had ve- like all right i had a lot of fun playing this game like i thought it was fun i enjoyed almost all of it because I, you know how there's those movies that they're so bad. They're amazingly fun to watch. This is one of those games to me where everything around me is just like this train wreck, but I have the biggest sheet, shitty eating grin on my face. Like the entire time you can ask anybody can ask my wife. Like I'm sitting here playing it. Like I'm reading the dialogue out loud, laughing my ass off. Like, of course I can't attack that thing. Why would I be able to attack that thing? Of course I have to go back into the maze. Like it, I was, it was great for me. I'm just, I'm just gonna throw that out there.
1: I'm glad one of us enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I had a, I had an awesome time. I'm sorry you guys didn't. Cause it,
2: it, it had so much potential. Like it could have been more. It just wasn't.
0: It's like I wish I had access to the source code for this game and I could go add, like, another, you know, 20, 30 hours of gameplay to it, you know? Yeah. It, it'd be, it'd be balling. But, I mean... I mean, it had its problems, but... They were... It seemed like it was an inexperienced group of people, like, putting together a game. Like, everybody had this, this grandiose idea, and nobody had the skills or the know-how... To make it work, right? Because if you watch the credits at the end of the game, there's one person listed. He was like the map is he was he was credited as the map fixer, and he, it was like it wasn't even like a real person's name. It was like they found somebody online. Like, it was like some forum username, <laughs> and then in parentheses it says like he saved our lives. So it basically meant like they had no idea what they're doing, and they found some weird random person that came in and solved all their problems, at least or fixed one problem for them. And they were like, hallelujah, you know, it's just, I don't know. And, but see, I like the idea of you have the the seeds and the solutions and like, you know, while you can boost a stat, you're going to take a hit to another stat and stuff like that. Like, I like the concept. I guess the execution was poor. I mean, I guess we could say, you know. Yeah. That's like like I said, a lot of promise. It just didn't deliver. Because I mean, I I beat all the things in the arena. Because I could. And like I mean, and I felt like it was at a right place, uh, from difficulty. But that might have been artificial due to you not controlling the monsters. Because I think if I had controlled the monsters, the game would have been a lot easier than it ended oh, up yeah, being.
2: There were some fights I could have breezed through.
0: And. I guess that's also a problem with, like, you can't walk through corpses. So, like, if you've killed a monster, you can't walk through it until it, like, uh, vanishes. vanishes. And there was a lot of maps where there's, like, two tile width, and I have to wait five turns before I can go anywhere because the goddamn thing hasn't vanished yet.
1: Well, it's a good strategy element, though, because if you've got magic casters, they can nuke the dudes and not get hit.
0: Yeah, unless the other ruler has just decided to go sit in a back corner and jerk off.
1: Which is 99% of the maps.
0: Which is, it yeah. is. And I like the way that this game handled battles, too. Because uh, there wasn't, they didn't feel like there was a lot of them. Especially when you're exploring, like, mazes and stuff. I didn't feel like I was being overwhelmed with random battles. Like, I felt like I got to make headway in what I was doing and what I was exploring before I ran into another battle. Which I liked. Um
1: there I were the opposite you you like, I just wanted to fight like the main because at first i didn't realize there were random battles because i 'd be like, exploring and I'd go into a new room and like oh i 'm fighting somebody here, okay, and then I'd come back to it sooner later and there 's another counter and i 'm like,' no, 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 i don 't really feel like doing this
0: well, most of the ones like that you can you can escape within the first move of the character, like you can get into the next door and just move on with your business, so I mean. If they did slow you down, you could have easily just ran right through them and not I had any problems. So, there's that.
2: Yeah. Um, I also didn't like that. <laughs> so, fun, fun little story. I get to a part in the game where you can't really go back and breed more monsters. And I didn't know that there's a mechanic where the monsters have lifespans. Uh, and, like, the vast majority of everything vanished on me
0: and left me with one monster. That yeah, that, I definitely wish the lifespan was a stat that you could see, you know? Like, if you open up the monster stats, you can, You don't see lifespan anywhere. It's not, it's not a value given to you at all. Like, you have no idea how many battles any given monster has left in them, and I had a problem with that.
2: Yeah, like, they, I mean, they, some of them, will, I, maybe even all of them will, like, blow up or something when they die. So if it happens in battle,
0: it can give you a benefit. But uh, I, just, I don't really like that mechanic. I mean, that's how I beat the last boss. Like, I had a guy blow up and do, like, his ultimate and just wrecked face. I was like, awesome. I guess I win. <laughs> Master, I sacrificed myself for you. It's basically what they say. They're like, uh, like, I'll give it one last go. And then they just, and the random shit the monsters say, I mean, come on. Yeah, that was funny. I'll give you that one. That that was That was amusing.
1: Man. All right, just the translator had to have some fun with the script, so I, d- I don't even
0: know what the fuck they were doing. They must have been high on heroin when they were uh, translating this game, or the original dialogue was written by a five-year-old. Like I can't decide which.
2: Well, it it plays out like the very cliche anime dialogue. It's worse than that. Like take the most cliched shonen show you could imagine, and
0: this dialogue would fit in perfectly. At least in my opinion, I think it's worse than that. Like it'll be like, oh man, this this uh door's locked. Oh, I have the key. I will use the key. The door is now unlocked. I can go through it. I'm like really,
2: this is the most
0: bullshit thing ever. Of- just- oh, it was it was hilarious. <laughs> And then, like, any time he interacted with the chick, it was just great. Oh, yeah. It was the best thing I'd ever seen. I wanted to
2: make a drinking game out of how many times they were just going to show an ellipsis.
0: I know. There were times where they used ellipses that didn't even make sense. Like, I'd probably have killed myself doing that. No kidding. Like, and then he's talking to Wolf or whatever his name is, and they're like, you go to your room. This is a discussion for men. I was like, oh, my God. That's hilarious. And then, um, what was it? I guess we – I'm going to talk about it now cause before we even get to the story. Because there's a part where when you you find out what uh, Murdoch's up to, right? And Wolf's like, uh, he needs the statues. So you have to go get the – we can't let him have the statues because he wants to get the Beast of Chaos or whatever. And so the hero's like, Well can I have the statue? And he's like, Why would I give you the statue? And he says, So I can get the beast of chaos. I'm a I'm a ruler, so I want to see it, so I'll have to get the, the other statues and before Murdoch can so I can I can see the the beast of chaos. And he's like, Okay, I'll give it to you then. Yeah. Like what? I
1: don't it's understand. It's such a
0: good idea. I it's it's a retarded idea. Speaking... Like, alright. Let's just move directly into story. Because the gameplay is... There's not... There's not a whole lot of... Meat on this bone, guys. Alright? Uh, it is... It's a very long bone. It It's not a, a... It is a game that I recommend people play. Like, this... There's only... I would probably not rec- there's only been maybe one or two games that we played that maybe just one that I wouldn't recommend people play. but this one I definitely recommend people play it. It's not a long game like I think my total if I hadn't played the arena, I, my total play time probably would have been somewhere around 18 20 hours you know I mean it's not it's not incredibly long and there's not a whole lot of sus- like so when we talk about story. I can basically break it down for you. Like, you're traveling from some unknown origin to a new place. You are a ruler. You sold your monsters and their seeds to get money to get wherever you're going, which led you to walking down a mountain path. I don't know what you're paying for if you're walking down a mountain path. But then you get ambushed by Murdoch and his uh, his first lieutenant or whatever. You get your butt kicked, and then you wake up in this... Uh, This house, there's this chick, she's like, of course she's gonna fall in love with you, and her grandpa is like some mysterious leader person. And then you start doing uh, missions for the town uh, chief, he gives you like two or three, then your girlfriend gets kidnapped because you've been basically like pissing off the, the black rope gang or whatever, and then so you go save her and in the process, like her grandpa comes back and explains to you about the thing about the beast of chaos. So basically, then you go gather all the stones, in which point you chase Murdoch down to this other world place and you fight the beast of chaos and then you come back. Home. That's the story. Yep. That's that's legitimately the story.
2: Yep. That's 100 percent.
0: There's not a whole there's not even anything I can add to that. Because well,
2: you can throw in some cheesy dialogue, but that's about it.
0: Yeah, and there's just cheesy dialogue between it. And like I said, a lot of it is so redundant. Like they will repeat themselves five times over one... The
1: redundancy doesn't just apply to the dialogue. It applies to like getting around because you have to go back and forth and back and forth a lot of places.
0: You do, but at least everything is basically quick travel. You know, there's a lot of... There's not a whole lot of wandering through wide open expanse.
1: I don't know, I feel like it would have been cool to go, like, walk through, like, a path and, like, do actual mining or something. Like, get your own seeds or something. Like, some kind of minigame.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree that there there could have been more to do. And it would have helped. But there
2: That's for the entire game.
0: Yeah. There could have been more. Yeah. There definitely could have been more. And I would have loved more. If this was a 40-hour game, I would have been in it to win it. I don't like, to do it. Like, give me another 50 seeds and a way to get more seeds and, like, super rare solutions and super rare seeds and shit like that. Then I would have been, would have been, would have been on. Give me... Alright, they didn't even have to let me control the monsters. Give me a better way to give them things to do instead of, like, the, the super short, dumb list they give you. Like, attack, suicide, uh, defend uh, support. Harass. harass and support. support. And all those are really, like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. I don't know what any of that means. I think I only ever bothered with attack and support. How is a monster supposed to defend anything? It's not like you can draw aggro. What are they doing? Are they just getting in front of it? How's that work? Like, I mean, give me, give me something like the gambit system for Final Fantasy XII, you know, where you could... Like, set up a priority list of things for them I to do. I love those. I love those. That It could have used that. If they had given me something like that, hell yeah. You know? But they didn't. There was no uh, progression path for your hero, which was a problem, you know?
2: One thing I found funny is,
0: <laughs> you know, we're reviewing this on the RPG show, but this really wasn't much of an RPG. I think it was. I think it was. Um, you had a, a clear progression... You know, you had rewards, you had spells, you had a menu system. The only thing that was missing was, like, a clear, defined level-up system. But in this game, your level-up system is the advancement of seeds, basically. So you get more and more aggressively advanced seeds, which do more and more. Because by the end of the game, your hero is basically useless. You know, it's not like you're going to run up and tornado punch the the, um, beast of chaos. If you are, that's a bad plan. I don't know how many times um, I shouted, "Shoryuken."
1: He's really useless most of the time because as soon as he dies, it's it.
0: Yeah, so I mean, but I never, I never really died, so it was that. And then, oh, how about that creepy innkeeper? Did anybody notice the innkeeper's dialogue? No, I I didn't really pay
2: attention to him too much.
0: And then, so like, if you if you use if you save or if you like rest, and when you come out, he's like. I will wait for you to come back. That's all he says. <laughs> that is the creepiest fucking thing i ever heard in my life. Especially like I just woke up. And now I walk out the room and you're like... And he's like, I will wait for you to come back. Yeah, <laughs> let's go
2: check for cameras in the room.
0: Super creepy. And so, I mean, I don't know. Just the translation is atrocious. Just... It was so funny, though. Some of the I wish I had wrote some down because some of them were just laugh out loud. Great. So but anyway, any, anybody have anything else to add to the story? Because, I mean, there it's it was pretty, I guess, generic, but not really because, you know, the the whole idea of the monsters and where they come from, right, was kind of cool. Like, I like that. But, I mean, some of the other stuff was kind of generic. You know, like, you nah. get the girlfriend, and, oh, no, we're not, you know, there's nothing there. And then she gets kidnapped, and, oh, now there's something there, you know. It's like, a lot of that stuff was really generic.
2: It's just, there wasn't much to the story. There really wasn't.
0: No, there wasn't. I mean, there was more in Shining Force 2 story than this. And that game didn't have any story. So, um, all right. How, how do we feel about how everything looked? The the visuals being able to count polygons yeah i I, go i was
1: kind of upset that the monsters everything looked better than the main character
0: oh yeah no that's oh the monster design was great i love the vast majority of
2: the monsters the character the actual characters
0: nah they weren't nah some were really cool too because like you wouldn't expect the, the the ladybug looking thing to hit like a truck but it did and that was cool you know like stuff like then you had the floating pig that did hardcore gas damage like yeah. how how awesome is having gas as one of your elements, How awesome is having gas as one of your elements though that's pretty rad. I liked that that was cool. It's artillery, it's literally artillery it's what it was. I liked it. it was cool. I mean you had some of the the graphics were really dated though, and even for when the game came out they they were pretty lackluster, you know. Yeah. I think this game would have been better served as, you know, an isometric or even 2D title instead of them spending so much time and money trying to make it this this half 3D thing they did.
2: Yeah, and, like, had they done this in a sprite version, that would have looked pretty cool.
0: I think it could have, you know? I mean, just... I don't know. Some of the stuff, it was hard to tell what was going on. Some of the backdrops look cool. You know, um... The character of you know, the character portraits had noses, which kinda of bothered me. And like the the mir- that like that uh, first lieutenant guy, that weird beard he had. Like I couldn't tell what the yeah. fuck was going on there.
2: I thought he was wearing a scarf for a little bit.
0: I had no idea what the hell was going on, to be honest with you. I had no idea. I mean, but the monsters look cool. They're very, like there's a lot of varying designs. And what they look like and that kind of stuff, which was, which was cool. They spent a lot of time, you know, trying to make different monsters do different things. And, you know, that was noticed. Some of the spell effects also looked pretty cool. A lot of, Especially, like, a lot of the, uh, the final ones, like, when they would fade out and use, like, their ultimate spell. Like, a lot of that was really cool looking.
2: Eh, I mean, some of it was okay, but others were just kind of, like, flash of light.
0: Oh, yeah, no, the the basic ones were kind of shitty. Like, the ultimate spells look pretty cool, though, I think.
2: Well, I mean, they kind of have to be if they're ultimate. I'd be incredibly disappointed if an ultimate was just, like, sparkles,
0: done. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Man, we were just rolling right through this. Like, is, There's not uh, much to this game. There I've, really isn't. I We have played Flash games that had more content than this game, to be fair. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean... There's not a lot to be said about it, you know? It's, there's not a lot of story to chew up. There's not a lot of real gameplay to chew up because a lot of the upfront complexity, it just falls flat because it means nothing. And if it means nothing, there's nothing to discuss, you know? Yeah. Like, you, you talk about... Um, we talked about difficulty. You talk about the arena, you know? and it, it, Everything basically boils down to summon three monsters in a good spot and let them do their thing. Because you don't control them, right? So yep. your first turn is summon three dudes and then run away and let them handle it. Yep. And if you've been doing all of your breeding and hatching correct, then they just wreck face and you move on to the next fight. Yep. So. It's almost
1: like it would have been a better game if there was no main character and you just controlled the monsters like you put them down on the field before you fought.
0: Exactly. Like, in, like Final Fantasy Tactics. Well, no, the Evramza. Oh, damn. It'd be well, you could
1: still have a main character, just not have him battle.
0: It would be closer to sort of like how the advanced wars games work, where you have your main general, but they'd never show up on the battlefield, right. you know? Yeah. And then make it like a purely tactical game where, yeah, you, you throw them on the field and you basically control them like that. I think it would have been a much better game. I agree. So, I mean, we there we go. There you go, Soft, or what is it? NC? Uh NC? No, it wasn't uh, NC Soft. NK
2: Systems. NK Systems. We picked fixture- by Sunsoft. Now, I want to make a note here. I can't find any info on NK Systems. I was looking for it earlier. There's nothing. Zero zipped. As far as I can tell, this is the only game they ever made.
0: Hmm. That's funny. No. I, I, what is this? No, that's that's solar system stuff. Like, I have no idea. Yeah.
1: Um, they made a, another game in October 1997 called Kokai Serenakata Shuki The Note. I can't tell you what it's about though.
0: Oh, really? Then what good are you? Fucking fired.
1: It's an action adventure game.
0: Ooh. I'd like to not play that, please. Alright, uh, how do we feel about the music and sound effects? <laughs>
2: I mean they were about
0: what I expected. I kinda liked the music. I thought the music was kinda cool. And some of the sound uh, effects were super shitty.
1: I'll just say none of it was really memorable to me.
0: I mean Oh uh, no, not memorable at all. In no way, shape, or form. I liked I liked some of the, the the music. The sound like I said, the sound effects were annoying. Like some of the monsters made sounds when you uh when you win a battle, and some of them were highly highly obnoxious. Like, the raptor things, that scream they make when you win? Yeah, I wanted to murder myself. Like, could you just stop?
1: They're excited, man.
0: They're something. They're getting rectally probed by the sound of the noise they're making. It's like, Row! it's not even that close to a cat. It's more modulated. If, than if, it if you've ever played, like, the really old, like, red and blue Pokemon, and you listen to the
2: sound the Pokedex makes, Make it 20 times more annoying, and you've basically got it.
0: Yep, that's basically it. I'll give you that one. All right, well. Wow, we are just rolling through this. Yeah. Okay, let's go into our ratings, shall we? <laughs> Right-o. <laughs> like, I feel like we are just jipping some people on some entertainment because we have nothing to say on this one. I mean, but there's not a whole lot to talk about. Maybe we'll have a little bit more to chew on for the next the next one, shall we? All right. So, as far as gameplay goes, Glenn, what'd you give it? I gave it a two. For the love of God, let me control the monsters. (laughs) Oh, man. Glenn did not like you.
2: The only thing saving it from a one was that I could at least designate attackers and supports. All
0: right. Okay. All right. All right, Nick, what'd you give it?
1: Um, I also gave it a two, but... The redeeming quality for me was not the fact that I could arbitrarily choose attack, defend, support, whatever. It was that um, there was they were trying to do something, and it just wasn't implemented as well as it should have been. Like I like the the whole customizing, like making a random monster, trying to figure out what you're going to get. Uh, giving them stat bonus bonuses or whatever, and you can actually stack stat bonuses i didn 't know if you all knew that, but you could pick more than one of the things which I found out too late um, and I liked the way that they were trying to do something new it 's just there is too many flaws to i guess redeem it in my opinion
0: i uh, i can I can sort of agree with that uh, i don 't know i just I just enjoyed myself there was not there was never a point in which I became overly frustrated, you know, and so I guess I had less of a problem with it than you two. So I gave it a two point five because it's not great. Like you, the gameplay is literally just watching thing ha- things happen. There's not a whole lot to actually do. But since I didn't get frustrated or angry with the game, I didn't go full two on it. You know.
1: Um. What is this? I thought there was no point fives. What is this?
0: Uh, how many times did I let you do a point five and then one episode? Damn it, Nick. You'll get over it. Alright. So, for story. Nick,
1: what did you give it? 1.5? It yes. Was, it was pretty much like a storybook. Like, for children. And, like, that was, that's what like, I gotta say about it.
0: Yeah. I gave it a 1. Because there was there was literally nothing happening, I mean the world was cool, and I guess that saved it from a point five, but other than that there was there was nothing What about you Glenn?
2: A one for the exact same reasons it, it the story
0: existed <laughs> That's a good way to put it. All right, for visuals, I gave it a solid two. Because they were outdated even for when it was released. Like I said at the beginning, it was released in 99, and it felt like it came out on some Sega CD bullshit in the early 90s. Like, oh my dear God, give me something. They didn't. Like, give me Popeye arms in Final Fantasy VII. Not whatever this is. Nick, what'd you give it?
1: Are you out a three. I wasn't that harsh on it, as you were. Uh, Some of the backgrounds were okay looking. Um, Like, it all fit, I guess, the theme that the game was going for. And a lot of the monster models I thought were pretty awesome. Um, But there were some hiccups. Nothing was perfect. Like, it wasn't groundbreaking. It was just average.
0: Fair. Glenn?
2: Uh, I gave it a 2.5. The monster design would have given it a 3, but the character design lost it half a
0: point. Fair enough. All right. Sound. Nick, would you give it for music and sound?
1: Uh, two. Alright. I mean, there is music and there is sound. And some of it's okay.
0: No, fair enough. Fair enough. Alright, Glenn, would you give it? I gave it a two. Um,
2: Like, some of it was eh, but like, others just mind-numbing.
0: Alright. I gave it a three because it felt average to me. I enjoyed it. I found myself humming it. Like, you know, and it was... They had some really some really bad sound effects, but like I like the music, so it, it sort of boiled out to average for me. Alright. Your overall opinion on the game. Glenn, give me your rating. Uh, one point five. It's it's not good. There are better
2: RPGs. If you want a better RPG, go play a Final Fantasy. If you want a better tactics, go play XCOM UFO defense.
1: Alright, fair that's enough. That's a that's a pretty damning thing, man, because most of, most of those are like very modern.
2: No 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 no. no. Original Final Fantasy is back from that time, and UFO Defense was the first XCOM released. And that was actually a few years before this.
0: And it's still better strategy. Wow. Alright. Alright, Nick, what'd you give it?
1: Uh a two. Like it's a game. Like I've played a lot of low budget games. Like I've played Crimson Eyes, which was a vastly superior mm-hmm. game. I'd give that game over. I'd give that game over this one, like a five, just yeah. because of the, the startling difference. Yeah. Um, and I only had to buy that game for like ten dollars at a flea market, brand new sealed. So, definitely, definitely, well worth that purchase. This game, it's. I mean, it's a game. Like it's. It's half. Well, it's, maybe it's not so much game. It's like half game, half movie experience because you're play. You, like you play for like five minutes, and then you watch something else do things on the screen. Um, I mean, I don't really recommend it as much as you would, Brent. I would say you would if you're bored and you really have nothing else to do, then you should give this game a try. I would not recommend like going out of your way and like, spending spending a lot of money on this game um but if you're really desperate for something to play play it otherwise you're better off just forgetting this thing ever existed
0: hmm yeah that's fair i mean i there's not going to be a whole, it's going to take me a lot to not recommend somebody play a game to at least experience it you know cuz it kind of gives you a better you know overall sense of what makes a game good and what makes a game bad you know you got to play a few you know stinkers to understand what makes a game good.
1: Also, let me correct myself. It's not Crimson Eyes, it's Eternal Eyes. My bad. Uh,
0: yeah, I was kind of confused, but whatever. Um, so, my <laughs> overall score is actually a 2.5. Because I didn't really, like I said, I never had a point where I was like, fuck this game. And, you know, walked away so so that would that would give it around, you know, at least that puts it at a three, but then it's overall parts where you're you know you're not really playing, you know, you kind of decide some things to do, but doesn't really matter. And the games I agree with Glenn, the game's are not good. like I'm not saying this is a masterpiece or even an average game, but I enjoyed myself, so I'll give it a two point five. All right. So all that said, Without all the complexity, let's talk about some things to help people out, Nick. What do we got? We I know we got some... Let's go over... I know there's a few cheats for the game. Let's go over that first. And we don't advocate cheating, but it'll allow you to do some interesting things with the game. First, we have the all items cheat, right? And that's at the options screen. You press R2, L1, R1, L2, R2, L1, R1, L2, L2. Alright, in case you didn't follow that, that's R2. L1, R1, L2, R2, L1, R1, L2, L2. Now, there is some confusion on how to use this. This is at the screen in which you would use an item. Um, but you, you go to that screen for... Uh, like, you open up the stat screen for your main character, Daniel. And you use that cheat there. And it allows you to use monster items on him. Now, he can't learn any of the memory abilities... So you can all you basically can do is adjust his stats that way, and that's all it does for you. Okay. Now we have the all monsters cheat, and this is at the menu screen in the uh, monster ranch. So like, don't actually click buy, do anything. You just have this the screen open, highlight buy a monster, and press R two R one L two L one R one R two L one L two L two. That's R two R one L two L one. R1, R2, L1, L2, L2, and you get to, you can basically purchase any of the the monsters, including some of the, like, you can really break the game and buy, like, Murdoch and summon him, you know, if you want to. (laughs) That's great. Um, and then there's also a code you can put in at the title screen to enable you to view the final cinematic. And that's at the title screen. You press L2, R1, L1, R2, L2, R1, L1, R2, R2. And speaking of the ending cinematic, there's really nothing there. It's just clips, credits, and then he teleports down. And we don't even know what happens every he teleports down. It ends with him teleporting down.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna watch the ending like if you're gonna waste time doing this, don't even bother because you won't have any idea what's going on. Yeah,
0: no. So, all right, Nick, you've been so kind to point out some monsters to try and get for uh, get early, mid, and late game. Now, there are there's very few resources out there in terms of walkthroughs and monster guides, but there are a few. Complete monster guides, complete with good information. The one, let me see if I can pull up the one I used here while you, tell us about the one you used, Nick.
1: Well, the one I used was, it's on GameFacts. www.gamefax.com, for all of you people who don't know what GameFacts is. It's a resource that houses just a bunch of frequently asked questions and walkthroughs and cheats for all kinds of video games. Uh, the one that I used was written by Koala Kamis, Shamis, not sure how they pronounce the second word in that. Uh, but it's just like a co- comprehensive monster list, and he provides or she provides um, just general like opinions on usability of the monsters that they have listed. So uh, definitely a great resource and I highly recommend it.
0: Yes, that's also the one I use. It's the best one that lists next to the monsters um, what type of monster they are and if they're good or not. Instead of the other list just listing the name of the monster, then you have to go to a different part in the guide or another guide entirely to find out if it's a good monster or not. Like this one actually says, you know, it has the seed, the temperatures, then the monsters next to each of the temperatures, and tells you if it's, you know, good, useful, or shitey. So
2: I want to point out that if I did not have this guide because I use the same one, I would have not played longer than an
0: hour. Yeah, you would have because I would have been like, Glenn, you got to beat this game. Fucking do it." <laughs> All right. So early game, what are some monsters to take a watch out for there, Nate?
1: All right, so I'm gonna get kind of detailed at the beginning game monsters, and then kind of just be less detailed at the end because I feel like if you get a good set of monsters for early game, then you'll be you'll be on your way to under like trying to understand what's going on in the gameplay instead of worrying about having like shitty ass monsters that are getting like killed all the time. So mm-hmm. um, the one I, I recommend the most is Angolia, which is the flying pig one. Um, I recommend this thing for a multitude of reasons. It's got, like, five different spells. It can do MP damage and HP damage, one of the spells, and the good thing about this game is if you lose all MP as a character, you die. It's not just HP. Mm-hmm. So, um, it, it, it'll... It,
0: as far as I could tell, there were no defenses for MP, so even as the game goes later, sure, the monsters will have more MP, but... It, it, a attack that would do 15 damage to MP early in the game is going to do 15 damage to MP late in game. So, just keep that in mind.
1: It is so good. So, the only the only downside for this creature is that it's only available from one seed and at very specific temperatures, which is seed 6 and temperatures of 7 or 8. And that's yeah. the only way to get this thing. Now, there's a more common creature um, that's a physical attacker. Um, it's called a Garidola, and it looks like a blue little raptor thing. Um... It's available from seeds from early game to, like, mid game. So no matter where you're at, you'll be getting seeds for this creature. It's a decent physical attacker. None of the creatures early game are as good as the pig one, I would say. But um, it's good if you need, like, something on the field.
0: Yeah, Angulia basically carried me for the first three missions. Like, I just summoned him and two other dudes, and shit was dead before the two other dudes could do anything.
1: Um, next one's going to be Kelbukone, which is a, another physical attacker. It's pretty common, not as common as Garidola but it's more mid, well, late, late early game, um, when you start getting seeds for this creature. Um, there's two seeds that have it in four slots and three slots. It's seed seven, and seed eight. It is available in other seeds, but um, these are the best seeds to try to get one at, out of. Um, if you're looking for a healer creature, you want to go with a I think I said that correct, but that's only available for one seed. It's Seed 9, um, with temperatures 3 and 8. It's a healer. Um, they didn't really have good opinions on healers. Mine did okay. Um, and then you've got Nova and Gesishon, which are kind of other late early-game creatures that you can summon, and they're, they're pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, then when you get to mid-game, you want to go looking for something called Drappy Flamis. It's a really, really strong physical creature. Um, it'll start taking care of any problems you encounter on that front. Um, Mine, Dogus, is good for magic. Um, if you need a replacement for Angulia. And if you want something that has some CC or some harassment, which the game calls it, is Tecuril. Um You may not need that. It's more, more often than not better just have a creature that's going to do damage and kill the other creatures on the field. So that's up to you. Um, for pretty much mid-late to early-late game, it's just a slew of shitty ass seeds and shitty ass creatures coming at everything. Eventually, you'll start hitting some seeds in mid to late late game, where you get like stuff like Grandola, Maxicod, Zwa, Vera Makash. Those are all physical creatures, and they will start whipping ass. Um, another harassment creature is Garoba. It's if you again, if you like harassment, use it. Um, if you need another healer for late game, go for Mikarol. Um, but pretty much, if you want any magical creatures. They all kind of are shitty by this point in the game. Because yeah, so everything's doing to... so
0: much damage, um, they get wrecked really fast. and a lot of things towards late game are also doing MP damage, so they become pretty useless. They'll get like a, maybe an attack off before they're out of mana or could possibly die. So um, it's almost like think of a physical attacker having to use its HP to attack, and that would make that creature shitty. So you know that kind of happens late game where their power, they can't kill things fast enough, so they sort of fall off. Um, also, early game, you do get a Dark Seed really early in the game. I recommend making sure you breed that into Is that Azua you get? You can get off those one of your early, early dark, dark Seeds? I think so. And he's one of the most powerful monsters in the game, and you can easily use him to wreck early bosses because some of the earlier bosses can be a bit challenging. So, um, like we said, everything has a life, lifespan, and that's based on the number of times you summon it into combat. So you know, if you have something that's really good and you, it's very rare, uh, don't just use it on bullshit guys out. You know, fight. You're fighting in a hallway. Um, any other tips or tricks there, Nick? You have for them?
1: Um, not merely, I mean, if you need money, sell your sh- stupid solutions that you don't get use, and so they don't get take up inventory space. Yeah. But, you, oh. Yep. No, that's it. Big tip: don't sell your monsters. Just, yeah. just let them... Don't sell them.
0: Let, them. let them expire. Keep a max roster at all times is what I can As recommend. As them learns. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you, get, you get enough seeds. There's no reason not to have a max roster at all times. So, keep a max roster. You know, the only time I would recommend selling seeds or solutions is if you're getting ready to go to a new area and you're getting ready to cap because there's a certain amount you can carry of each. So... um just stay on top of that, and you'll be fine. Uh, make sure you carry some healing spells. Make sure you carry plenty of healing spells, actually, for both MP and HP, and you won't actually ever have to use a healing creature. I never did, so... Because uh, your your main, car- main guy becomes pretty useless late on, so I just had him, you know, throw in, essentially, potions onto um, my attackers and just kept them going. So... Uh, Also, the uh, tiers, the throwable damage-dealing items, are incredibly powerful, especially seeing that it only requires one energy to use, so theoretically you can use, like, if you're already in position, you can use, like, eight in one turn and just wreck face if you have that many, so Uh, I also recommend saving those for boss fights, because you can basically get rid of half the boss's health in one turn with those, so... All right, for people new around here, this is how we pick games. Uh, it's Nick's turn to pick. Me and Glenn will each come to the table with a recommendation, with some pros and cons for that recommendation, and he will pick from those two. And that's what we will play and review next time. All right, so Glenn, you're up. Legend of Mana. So this was a PS1 era
2: game. It's an action uh It's like an action RPG type game. Really fun. I loved it to death. It has a very interesting skill system where you basically combine skills to make others. So if you combine crouch and jump, you'll get high jump. And eventually you'll learn that. And you combine, like, roll and high jump, you'll get backflip. A lot of fun. Um, The only downside I have found to this game is that you can miss quests if you don't set... The right artifacts in the right place, because um, there's uh, energy levels based on the elements, and if a particular land does not have enough of one element, it will not trigger the related quest. Oh wow! Yeah, so <laughs> it, it's it's a game that when you're placing things, you kind of wanted to use a walkthrough for.
1: Isn't there like you can't get the true ending of the game if you don't lay everything out certain way?
2: Um. N- Not necessarily, because the way the game works... Alright, so basically there's three quests that give you the end quest. And once you get the end quest, you'll set an artifact that automatically has max of every element. And will add max of every element to whatever's next to it. So you can miss the the three main quests, but the final quest will always be the same, to my knowledge.
1: Gotcha. It's okay. been a
2: long time since I last played this game.
1: I used to play the Shad bit, so I, oh, I know this I, game. I have
0: hundreds of hours on this game. I love it to death. Alright, alright. Well, my choice. Uh, I think we should play the first Suikoden game, personally, because it's awesome. And uh, we've played a few shitty RPGs. And I am super ready to play an awesome RPG. The in series is tied, if not slightly better, than uh, Final Fantasy, in my mind. So, and I'm ready for it. Your body is ready? And I don't have to explain Suikoden Nick. He knows, like, that's, that's he's, like, on the side of his penis. When he has a rock hard boner, it just says Suikoden.
1: So. Yeah, this is a biased thing. Like, I'm obviously going to pick Suikoden. Like, I can't not pick Suikoden. Well, *Sweekitin* it is. It's my favorite, like RPG series. So, I like, think fair enough. I mean, if I had to pick again, and Glenn said *Legend of Mana*, I'd be like fuck it, yeah, let's play *Legend of Mana*. But if Brent had picked anything else besides Suicidin, like Suikoden is the instant pick for me.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, Glenn, but you know I'm ready. I, I haven't—it's all right. I haven't played *Sweekitin* in a heartbeat, and I'm ready for it. And I knew if I waited till Nick is Nick's turn to choose, and I put it in there, it would be picked. Like, That's this, fine. I played the trump card. So, um, all right. We'll play Socketed in 1 now. Uh, how many hours is circuit in 1, Nick?
1: Um, Roughly about 20, 22 or something, I think. It's pretty Good. short. Good. The first one's pretty short. The second one's a lot longer if you want to drag it out a little bit.
0: Yeah, because I think um, there's more extras to do.
1: Like, if you're just going through the game without collecting the Stars of Destiny, then it's going to be mm, like maybe like 15 hours or something like that. But you go out of your way a lot to find the other characters you can get.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, that'll be our next review. Our next off-topic show is going to be the finals to Mage Fest. And we have a surprise for you guys on that one. Um, other than that, I think, does anybody have anything else to add? Uh, not off
1: the top of my head. Yeah, I'm sad we didn't make a bunch of like monster cum jokes about the name of this game
0: yeah I mean but there wasn't it, it it just makes fun of itself like I wish you could see it cause you just play it for five hours and it just it's it's own joke you know I don't know it's like watching <laughs> yeah watching any movie with Carrot Top in it it's trying to be funny but it's just funny cause it's not you know And it's just, I don't know how else to explain it. So, anyway, I think that'll do it. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The RPG Show. If you'd like to participate in the discussion, send us an email at podcast at therpgshow.com. You can also visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. Want to get shouted out on the show? leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Each one counts and we love you for it. And for myself, Nick and Glenn, hope to see you next time.